So one of my personal heroes, uh, a guy named Greg Glassman, is the founder and CEO of CrossFit. And um, I don't know. I've, I don't know how you describe it, but I describe it as they stole his company from him for saying Floyd 19. He was talking about George Floyd and talking about the response that the party was instituting to pretend that that this happens all the time and that George Floyd had nothing to do with his own death. And so he said, now it's going to be Floyd 19. Well, taking a page out of something that Coach Glassman said, welcome to Putin 19. The Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. And it is the the war in uh, between Russia and Ukraine has taken a bizarre turn. Vladimir Putin has invaded another country. How do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? Nothing like this has happened since World War II. That's that's an honest fact that it's I don't know that it's ever happened that that the Russian dictator has invaded Russia. That's the the hand we're dealt. And in regard to the war itself, I'm entirely unqualified to speak to the machinations of war. And so we we turn to guests for that. We'll continue to have guests on. But this is far too serious um, to read some articles and and come across and say, well, this is geopolitically what's going on. I mean, I have my opinions. And I think Jen Psaki expressed my opinion pretty well. The reason why the price of gas is going up is not because of steps the president has taken. They are because President Putin is invading Ukraine. And that oh. is creating a great deal of instability oh, well, in the global not. marketplace. Oh, well, maybe not. That's not true. See, we're all qualified to look with our very own eyes and see that, no, actually gas prices began spiking when Joe Biden or the brother, the people who run Joe Biden decided that they were going to, uh, you know, cancel the pipelines and make America ever more dependent upon foreign oil and do the green energy dance, which is all part of the Great Reset. Everything needs to be changed over for new money sources and new billionaires to arise and to force people to purchase new products they don't want from companies they hate at prices they cannot afford for reasons that have nothing to do with what we're told. Oh, it's green. It's it's not. So Jen Psaki is playing into and describing my thesis for this program, which is what we're going to see is this pandemic is going to be Putin or we're going to be in the midst of Putin 19. The party intends to take every bit of evil that they want to do and that they have done and to sweep it under the rug of because Vlad Putin. And there's all sorts of signals on this. Now, Saki did, in fact, (laughs) come out and say something that, well, 
it does, in fact, describe this a little bit better and a little bit more accurately. You know, I was at the State Department. The president was the vice president the last time Russia invaded Ukraine. This is a pattern of horror from this president, from President Putin and from the cronies around him. And it didn't happen with the orange man who was supposedly a servant of Russia. Somehow, orange man prevented that from occurring. Last night, my wife and I watched uh, an Oliver Stone documentary about Ukraine and the constant shifting back and forth between the nations it chooses as its sponsor nations, between the corruption and, and in fact, between the color revolutions. Remember that phrase? That Ukraine was victimized with a color revolution, if you believe Oliver Stone. And at this stage of the game, who do we believe? Our CIA has been involved in this stuff forever. They're, in my judgment, doing it here. A color revolution on our own property, in our own country. It's, it's all the hallmarks. All of it's there. The money, the foreign backing, the, the sacred victims, the nonsensical chants and rhetoric, and them simultaneously destroying the institutions of America and causing people like me to have to say the institutions are being destroyed. You know, two things can be true at once. You aid the revolution by saying the institutions are not trustworthy and the institutions are not trustworthy. What we are all qualified to notice though, is with our very own eyes, how the party intends to sweep everything behind cover of this war. Is it a world war? Well, there's four countries involved. Uh, If there's a fifth, does that become the world war? The apparently the people who run Joe Biden have given clearance to NATO countries to supply airplanes and, and air force support to Ukraine. And Putin has said that would be an act of war. Are we entering into World War III? Well, there's members of the party who would deeply love that. See, World War III would align pretty well with the goals of the Great Reset. They're not going to be touched. Klaus Schwab's not going to be harmed. Bill Gates isn't going to be harmed. And the goals of the Great Reset are utter destruction of everything that holds up the current system. From our cities, and we'll talk about that next hour, that the design of the party is to see every city, every major city go the way of Seattle. But the Great Reset is about destruction. Remember the technocrats, burn it down. Why don't we just burn it down, the American healthcare system? The destruction of the oil business that had taken the United States to a point of near energy independence. We were a net exporter of oil, a successful business, something that could make the United States far safer uh, in a world that's going to be made very, very unsafe. And in fact, already there. One of the first jobs of the people who run Joe Biden was to make sure that didn't happen. That they undid that. They gave up that important strategic position. And now, even as 
we may be entering a world war against Russia, which would put us against China. The party still insists on purchasing oil from Russia. See, the Great Reset cannot make sense until we accept something that the Great Reset involves chaos and disorder and upset. And ultimately, it has to involve fatigue and people bending under the weight of all this. That's the design of the Great Reset. But there's so much good news. We didn't bend. If you didn't play the lockdown game, if you didn't play the mask game, particularly if you didn't play the injection game, or if you did get forced to play the injection game, you now recognize what was done to you. Well, then we stood. We, we withstood a very, very important test. It's a test of our will, but for me, it's also a test of our faith. Putin's acting in a godless way. I don't know enough about the leadership of Ukraine to say they're acting in a godless way. I've learned enough about Ukraine to say it ain't no democracy. And it's not a particularly robust country. I choose to say, oh, this is this is my friend country. This is a model country. But in terms of God himself, look, God has a habit of bringing nations like ours to its knees. Now, there's two ways to look at going to the knee. One is that you've been forced down and your face is in the dirt. The other is to go voluntarily in prayer to the Lord. And he regards one as far different from the other. In Psalms 33, verse 10 through 11, the Lord brings the counsel of the nations to nothing. He frustrates the plans of the peoples. The counsel of the Lord stands forever, the plans of his heart to all generations. I found this in show prep on a page run by a gentleman named Luke Barnston. And Luke reminds us of something from history. In August of 1944, Russian soldiers invaded and conquered the kingdom of Romania. For the next 45 years, Romanians were ruled by communists. The communist authorities did great evil. They killed and tortured many Christians. They subverted the churches to the authority of the state. Atheism became the official philosophy of the, of the land. The name of Jesus was greatly despised. During this time, Pastor Richard Wombrand was imprisoned for 14 years for proclaiming the name of Jesus. He was treated shamefully. His feet were brutally beaten. He was burned with hot irons. He and many others were put in small wooden boxes lined by nails on both sides and made to stand perfectly still for, 11, for, um, for, for even days at a time. Starving rats were released into his cell. The communist authorities routinely beat Pastor Wombrand and all the other Christians they could that they could find. They desperately tried to force the prisoners to name other Christians so they could torture them as well. The Christian prisoners were strictly forbidden from praying or preaching. Pastor Wombrand said, we were happy preaching. They were happy beating us. So everyone was happy. The communists, he writes, tried to wipe Christianity out and they failed miserably. They succeeded in murdering many Christians, but those Christians died with the name of Jesus on their lips. Those Christians entered the eternal kingdom of glory, but the rule of the communists in Romania was brought to an end nearly 30 years ago. There's a link to the entire piece that he wrote. But that's the Lord's work. That's the ultimate victory. In the meantime, what the party intends to do is they intend to hide everything under the cover of COVID. Everything. 
everything they've done and everything they intend to do. And there's a lot that they would want to hide. For instance, it's not just me anymore talking about COVID and not giving up on COVID. It's not just me anymore calling this out as one of the greatest crimes in history. And it's not just me who's refusing to give up. Laurel Logan has reason to distrust the media. She used to work in, in mainstream media. She used to work in corporate media. But when Laurel Logan was attacked and assaulted, and, and I think sexually assaulted, um, her, her colleagues didn't want her to say anything. It ran against a very, very important narrative, and that is that Muslim men do not assault women. They certainly do not sexually assault women. That doesn't happen. And if it happened in a war zone, well, then best to keep quiet because we don't want to break up the narrative. Laura Logan is very proud of the fact that she's not owned by anybody. And she had a discussion with a gentleman named Clint Russell, who runs a YouTube channel and a, and a, and a Twitter channel called Liberty Lockdown. It's a long clip. It's an important clip. I don't agree with her phraseology and everything. And she probably doesn't agree with my phraseology and everything. But the point about Putin 19 is this. We cannot take our eyes off of the evil they're hiding and the evil they intend to hide under cover of Putin 19. Laura Logan on her interpretation of the evil around COVID. Guess what they don't want to talk about? They don't want to, I mean, the scale and the speed with which COVID, the lie of COVID is collapsing, is staggering. And every time it looks like they're well and truly screwed because they're now exposed for what they've done, how they altered the death rates, how they turned our medical system into a system that rewards death and doesn't reward doctors or coroners or hospitals or nurses or pharmaceutical companies for saving people. Oh, why don't we go to the fact that uh, Dr. Fauci, the sad little man, otherwise known as Joseph Mengele, right? According to many doctors and many survivors of the Holocaust and many Jewish people too, by the way. Um, how about we go back to the fact that this man who knew, who knew because he was head of National Institutes of Health that remdesivir poisons 70 to 75 percent of the people in the clinical trials, both in West Africa in 2018 and with Ebola patients, and then again with the COVID clinical trials. So what did he make the drug of choice? Killed more than 50 percent of the patients in the clinical trials. And he made that the number one treatment for hospitals in America. There are no words for a man that gets to go to sleep clean at night when his hands are drenched in that much blood. From here to every corner of the globe. The millions and millions and millions of people, before we even get to the lies about early treatment, the suppression of cheap and easy treatments available all over the world, the, uh, the vaccines, we haven't even started on the vaccines, the myocarditis, and all of the other things with the immune system. The elderly people who were forced into early dementia and after they were basically put in solitary confinement, the families torn apart, the poverty, the women and children beaten to death by abusers in their homes because there was no escape, the lost children, the collapse of small businesses, the destruction of families, the destruction of lives, the destruction of companies, the destruction of farmers. We haven't even recovered from that. 
And there's a link. You can see the entire interview with Laura Logan. See, what we're watching is the same coordination that we watched before. And that was cases, 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 and everything's deadly unless it happens in a Black Lives Matter incorporated riot and the safest, most secure election in history. And experts say that these so-called vaccines are safe and effective, safe and effective, safe and effective. We're watching the same coordination. We're watching the same turn away from the most important story in relation to the Great Reset Phase 1, which began in March of 2020. And that is now and once again reports from yet another insurance company of all-cause mortality being up by, again, an estimate of 40%. And this is a catastrophic number. And the media is playing the game that they don't have time to focus on all of this. And look, I am always honest with you. I will tell you honest truth. If I never had to say the words COVID again, I would fall over happy. I could die a happy man if I didn't have to talk about this stuff. But it's getting harder and harder and harder with so few of us focusing on the outcome of this. And that's exactly what they want because they get away with the crime if we don't talk about the outcome. And we're going to talk about the things they intend to do under cover of Putin 19. It's very, very obvious. The financial system is going to be pushed to the brink, if not broken. The the drive towards a digital currency controlled by the state, Jerome Powell is now saying that he needs to be the guy who decides on regulating cryptocurrency, that his corrupt organization, and it is corrupt, it's, it's obviously corrupt, that they need to be the ones to decide how cryptocurrency is run. And why? Well, because of the COVID. No, pardon me, because of Putin-19. This is from Dr. Paul Alexander. And he notes this Indiana Life Insurance Company that we've talked about, seeing this 40% increase in people uh, 18 to uh, 49. And death rates we've not seen in the history of this business. This is the CEO of this company, Scott Davidson, an online interview this week. We're seeing right now the highest death rates we have seen in the history of this business, not just at One America. The data is consistent across every player in that business. It had been that it's this one insurance company in Indiana. It had been the excuse of the party of, wait a minute, you're taking, you're taking a red herring. You're taking one example. Maybe something's wrong with people in Indiana. That's not what he says. He says it's across the entire industry. And a 40% increase in all-cause mortality between people ages 18 through 64. What that means is four out of 10 of the people you know have a greater risk now of dying. And it's from the same causes we would expect given the structure of these injections. But the Mockingbird media is playing the game that, well, now we just, oh, we need to talk about Putin. Okay, we can talk about Putin, but we can talk about both. And speaking of Putin, and speaking of this game, and speaking of what they intend to do, Daniel Horowitz noticed something about the people who run Joe Biden in this 10 billion they say they want for Ukraine. Is it really for Ukraine? Ha! Well, not just for Ukraine. 
In fact, this relief for Ukraine, it's not even mostly for Ukraine. Guess who it's for? Oh, we have an emotional storm ahead of us. And for me, of course, the cornerstone of this to get through it is faith. And it's also sticking to our values and our promises. Yesterday, we welcomed on um, a big and established company. And it's a very, very, very big opportunity for us. So I hope you'll take a strong look at them. We're going to stick with our commitment to help young companies grow, particularly when they meet our values. And I don't think there are greater examples of this than Allen's Artisan Soaps. I just reordered now, see, this will be our third order of Allen's Artisan Soaps. And people continue to post their pictures. There is a new scent coming. I can't say more because I'm sworn to secrecy, but they're working on some new scents. How does this meet our values? Well, let's just compare it to the party. It's the absolute opposite. John, the guy who started Allen's Artisan Soaps, he's the dad. He could start any business he wants to. He's an insanely smart, very successful marketer with his own digital marketing company to this day. He could do whatever he likes. Why does he make soap? Because he wants his boys to have work. His boys are so profoundly impacted by being on the spectrum. And with some other very serious health concerns that he grew to understand, my boys aren't going to have work in the era of everything being automated. So he created the work at Allen's Artisan Soaps. But he didn't just say, well, we're just relying on the sympathy of people. He doesn't want that. He wants you to try the soaps. Because he turned to a a company that is a family run, has made soaps in this country for three generations to advise him on these soaps. So they're made in America with all natural ingredients. The scents are very unique and they're unique because they come from oftentimes the memory of young Alan who works on these soaps. So high quality, very small batch, super important to promote this business as a template for what can be done even in the face of people saying, well, folks like that should just take a check and stay home. Just take Biden bucks. They won't have it. Here's how you buy Allen's Artisan Soaps. Just go to allenssoaps.com. That's Allen's Soaps, A-L-A-N-S, soaps.com. And you take that <laughs> compared to this. See, it's the direct opposite of the party. Daniel Horowitz has noticed that in this relief package that the people who run Joe Biden are asking for, they want $10 billion for Ukraine. Let's let's juxtapose this with some facts about our economy in just a second. Let's pretend we have $10 billion. Well, we don't. We're a bankrupt nation. We don't have $10 billion to give anybody, but man, we can print up some numbers. It's a good thing they're not monetizing the debt, Jerome Powell, right? So in the same package... They have money for Pfizer and Moderna. This is the evil they intend to continue to push. Number one, their profits are up by a thousand percent. I'm quoting the number by memory, but I think that Pfizer saw an increase in $36 billion of our money for injections that are killing people, including adolescents. 
for injections that have done nothing positive. And they want to continue to hand this money out. Now, they get to conjure money. They get to invent it from thin air. And they get to pretend that they're not monetizing debt, which means printing money to pay off your debt. Because sovereign nations are supposedly not allowed to do that. So they conjure it in different ways. They purchase corporate debt with 0% interest rate loans that the companies never have to pay back because after all, there's 0% interest rate. Why would you ever pay it back? Which is demonstrably illegal. But the executives at Pfizer and Moderna can turn this fake money into real assets like houses in Hampton Beach. Houses around the globe, and and I don't know that a private jet counts as an asset, maybe a negative asset. Paintings and land. Material things that they own, physical gold. Oil futures, physical things. They're hiding this. They are literally hiding what can only be described as a rating of the treasury and handing it to Big Pharma under cover of Putin-19. You've already been forced to purchase products you didn't want. The injections from companies you don't like, Pfizer and Moderna. Well, prices we can't afford in bulk for products that can't help you. There's your fascism. And to any local media source that says you don't have time to cover that, Daniel Horowitz covered it in a tweet, quote, White House is seeking, is asking for $10 billion for Ukraine and $22.5 billion for Pfizer and Moderna, all rolled up in the one emergency supplemental. Watch Republicans support it. The average American just doesn't matter. That took 12 seconds to read, and I could read it in seven. You're watching a coordinated turning. And look, there are program directors in radio around the country saying, okay, shift to Russia. Everything has to be Russia. I don't care if you don't find the war interesting. I don't care if you're not passionate about it. I don't care. Get me experts. Get me people who've been in war. Find me the local angle. They're going to go through the story wheel. Find me Ukrainians who, are, who live here locally. Get to the Ukrainian community. Finally, find me people who left Russia because of some of this. Do we have any defectors here? Should we get someone who supports the Russian point of view? Absolutely not. We will not air anyone who supports the Russian point of view. There cannot be a Russian point of view, but get me more Ukrainians. Do we have any Ukrainian Jews? What about the what about the, the, the so-called trans people in Ukraine? Do they have trans people? We need a trans Ukrainian. They'll go through the full story wheel. Do we know anyone in Crimea who's gone through this or, or the state of Georgia that went through this? Can we bring them on? What are they doing with masks and social distancing during the bombing? We need this angle. Do they have public health authorities on this? That's the way the story wheel is going. Meanwhile, everything they intend to do is getting ripped out from our focus. Except for simpletons. Simpletons like Bryce Mitchell. All he does is beat people up for a living. 
I mean, he's got a Southern accent. I mean, come on. He can't be smart. There are, I'll get to Bryce Mitchell in a second. And, and by the way, incidentally, Mr. Mitchell, I'm joking. Please, please don't beat me up. I'm joking about your intelligence. I, I'm going to play an example of your intelligence. There's things that only people who've conned themselves into being their own gods can believe. The people who want to be their own gods intend to upend this world. Because they're standing there ready to fix it. Yesterday, we talked about Bill Gates and Jeff Epstein, the brotherhood of, 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 of transhumanists. Now, Epstein was an avowed transhumanist. I think Gates is clearly a transhumanist. He is pursuing transhumanist ends. They intend to upend your biology. Well, not Epstein anymore, because, of course, he was suicided. Gates intends to upend your biology by force. He intends to upend the ability of the sun to reach certain parts of certain continents because he, Bill, has a better design than God Almighty for when the sun shines on the crops. That these things can only be believed to be virtuous or good ideas from people who have conned themselves into their own godhood. Whereas the rest of us can look at this and say, wait, we're not going to talk about the VARS deaths? Wait, we're not going to talk about the all-cause mortality? Wait, hold on. We just found out this stuff writes itself into people's DNA. With the Todd Herman Show podcast, we're going to be the only one talking about this? Alex Berenson sends out a substack about it? That's it? You have 300 billion people in the country, not quite that. 240 million people in the country whose genes have been overwritten? And we're not going to talk about that? You see, the way Daniel Horowitz, in a what took me 12 seconds to read, boiled down the fact that they're hiding everything under Putin-19, while the mockingbirds are playing the, well, there's only time for Russia. It takes up all the news. It takes up all the oxygen. An indicator of how simple this is for simple people. And it's, uh, I have no, no belief that, that you rise to the level that Bryce Mitchell has in fighting and not be smart. I don't believe that. Sorry. I've seen it too many times. The people who rise to the top of their craft, even if it's beating guys up, they've got smarts. And he just hits this like he would hit a person if he got a straight-on punch at him. You'll hear this in a second. All right, keeping with the theme today. Another company that we're so very proud to partner with, and this happened a couple weeks ago, and I was so anxious for this, man. I teased this a bunch of times, and we just wanted to make sure everything was ready to go for you. It's Bonefrog Coffee. Bonefrog Coffee is founded by 25-year Navy veteran and Navy SEAL, Tim Cruikshank. And, yep, Tim, Tim served. Tim honors his brothers and sisters. The very name of his company is based off an iconic image. The Bone Frog is the iconic image in the SEAL community for people who gave their all, who gave their lives. That's the backstory. Here's the payoff. His commitment, the same commitment it would take to do what he did in the military, landed him one of the premier coffee makers in the world. 
Dave Stewart as an advisor. He roasts some of their blends. You can Google Dave Stewart coffee and see his background and what he has created in coffee, which results in my happy, happy Sunday morning of getting five or six tweets from people saying, oh my goodness, I just got my first bone frog coffee. Herman is right. It's the best I've ever tasted. I've seen those tweets from Tennessee to Oklahoma to Los Angeles to right up the street in Idaho. People are trying this coffee. And when you do this, understand that some of the proceeds go to support the families of our fallen heroes from the SEAL community. And also understand this, this is an outright great coffee company with incredible customer service. I'll give you an example. Guy wrote to me this weekend and said, I don't normally buy coffee, but I want to support Bonefrog. So I bought a bunch from my office, but I didn't know what to buy. I emailed Bonefrog and within a couple of hours, Tim Cruikshank, the CEO, personally wrote back to me with the following recommendation for coffee. So get it in espresso, get it in drip, um, get it in K-cup form, whatever works for you. My suggestion, just sign up for a subscription plan. Go to bonefrog.us and right down at the bottom of the page where you can purchase the coffee. Just page straight down, buy the coffee, then go back and watch the amazing video about the company. That's bonefrog.us. And congratulations, by the way, to Tim Cruikshank for for having the time to interact with people like that. I've gotten a bunch of notes from people saying, wow, you know what? I signed up for the shipping and in, in, or I signed up to get this product shipped to me. And Tim had a cheaper form, a, a quicker way to get it to me that cost less money. It's just so, so impressive. Bryce Mitchell is part and parcel of my contention that the party is purposely purposely making decisions that can only make sense if you intend to break the country or you've convinced yourself that you are your own God. So this is Bryce Mitchell just deciding to talk. He's doing an interview after a fight. He just decides to talk about politics, but it's not political. It shouldn't be political. You have people out there being oppressed by governments. You have... (laughs) We fall into that category, believe it or not. If you want me to get real political, you know, the Federal Reserve is a corrupt institution. There, I went out and said it, you know. Um, These people control our dollar, brother, and we didn't vote for them. Think about it. You know, you got 13 board members voting on the value of the dollar. Did we vote for that? No, it's corrupted. So for me to actually be able to talk about something greater than fighting is is more purposeful than anything I could talk about related to fighting. Think of it, brother. Did you vote for this? Did you vote to allow the U.S. Treasury to purchase $600 billion in corporate debt twice, which is directly illegal? Did you vote for that? No, you didn't. If you arrange this sort of thing for your businesses, you'd land in jail. This is what they intend to hide under the cover of Putin 19 and Bryce Mitchell sees it. America's national debt, as they report it, has reached $30 trillion. And this is Yahoo Finance is reporting this. Except it's not $30 trillion. See, again, if I went to Bryce Mitchell and I said to Bryce, hey, um, if you promise to support your mom and daddy, if I went to him and said, hey, Bryce, you're making a lot of money fighting. Did you promise to support your mom and daddy when they get old? And Bryce says, yes, sir, I did promise to support my mom and daddy. And I said, yeah, but you didn't put anything in writing, so you don't really owe them the money. 
Bryce Mitchell might look at me and say, well, that might be the way you think of it. It ain't the way I think of it because my word is my bond. And I told my mom and my daddy that I would support them and you best step back from me or I'm going to wipe you out, in which case I would run and hide. And he'd be right. The $30 trillion on the table, those are the official books. Guys, the unofficial debt for this country are the promises they've made to our veterans, combat and otherwise, to people who worked for the federal government. It's in pension plans, which are tied up into this mess. It's in social security, which is monetized and tied up into this mess. It's in whatever remains of the Obamacare scam. It's attached to the promises they've made to illegal immigrants. It's attached to the universal basic income, which exists today. You can take home 40 to 50 grand doing nothing forever. Those are promises or they're not. Or they're not. The United States has said we are going to pay these things. It's in legislation. I think the biggest danger of what may happen during the Putin 19 affair is that they may decide to collapse everything. All the monetary systems. And they may decide to do that to say, well, listen, the only way to stop Russia is to move everything over to cryptocurrency. Government controlled. At that point, there's a bifurcated world. There is the world. And there are the people of God at that point. Now, we're already called to be apart from, not of the world, but in the world. But at that point, we will be starting down an inexorable path where we're going to have to care for one another. It won't be enough to turn to government. In fact, you never will be able to turn to government again because in that turn, when they make a government-sponsored cryptocurrency, at that point, they will begin to install what they've always wanted, which is to be able to take assets from you by tying you into the economy so they can say, well, our debt has gone up. We're going to need to reach into your, quote, savings. The Great Reset is now and always has been about destruction. It is now, and it always has been, a form of a color revolution. It is now, and it always has been, a top-down, bottom-up scenario. It is now, and it always has been, a method to achieve an end where people are so very desperate to be scooped out of it that they're willing to take on any form of boss. So what do we do? How do we prepare ourselves? Well, as you might imagine, for me... It's centered on God Almighty, but it's some other things. It's some other things that you do when you prepare for a fight. And we're preparing for one. I firmly believe that. It was a very cool thing to find out that we would be considered to do a partnership with a very established company from 
Dallas, Texas, born and bred there. And it's on a topic that I think ties straight into this. And the topic is making ourselves as, as, as invulnerable to the party as possible. If you watch COVID and you watch people who were harmed by COVID, you saw some stratification. Number one was age. Number two was obesity. And being unhealthy in that way, being carrying too much weight. And remember, I used to carry 150 extra pounds on this frame, guys. My dad lived his life as an obese man. I don't judge anybody for this. Because it can happen to anybody, just about. So when we got approached by Soda Weight Loss, which stands for state of the art, I thought, okay, this is wheelhouse for me because of the weight I've lost, but more importantly, because of the weight I have kept off. So I did a bunch of things. Number one, I looked at their Google reviews for Soda Weight Loss. It's over 5,300 reviews. The average, average rating is 4.8 stars. Okay, that told me this is work for a bunch of people. Okay, now that's one thing in its favor of Soda Weight Loss. Then I went and looked at the before and after pictures. Now, it's easy to put together five or six before and after pictures. That's not what they did. Then I went and listened to some of the work that some of my former radio colleagues have done. And I ran into a dude who lost 170 pounds with soda weight loss. And then he's kept it off. So I said, okay, this all looks really, really good. Then I dug into the methodology. It is tight. This is exactly what I would expect to see in a successful weight loss program. First of all, they don't bother with having you drive around and go places. You can do all of this from home. They supply the food. Secondly, thirdly, you're going to work with a nutritionist over the phone that is specifically assigned to get you to a success point. Fourth, once you reach your goal weight, they'll keep you on maintenance counseling forever to keep you accountable. And they won't charge you for that once you reach your goal weight. And then I found this out, the Dallas Cowboys, their official weight loss partner, the Dallas Cowboys, these are people who make their living with their bodies. All of this added up to something I am so jazzed about. My wife saw me talking about this with the friends, saw me reviewing this. She looked into it. She's decided to join the program. So she's going to be sharing updates with you. You can go get started right now with Soda Weight Loss. Just go to sodaweightloss.com. In the top left hand of the website, you're going to see a big green box that says national. Sodaweightloss.com. And yeah, I do think, well, I mean, Bryce Mitchell's in fighting weight. Well, I know, I know we're not all going to go out and be Bryce Mitchell's. Number one priority in preparing ourselves for what the party wants us to go through is just to pray to God, to give us the strength. See, there's prayers that Americans make. And I didn't, I, I, I took a class on prayer. The Western form of prayer is a fascinating form of prayer. It is this, it is make this not happen. When Christ Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane and, and he prayed and he was, he was torn and and he was sweating, and some say he was sweating blood. He was so aware of what they were going to do to him. Plus, he was having the sins of the world stacked upon him. A sinless man, fully man, fully God, having all of our sins, sins committed ever to be committed, stacked upon his shoulders. And he knelt. Father, could you take this cup from me? But then, not my will, but yours be done. He asked, is there another way? And yet he knew there was no other way. The Western form of prayer has been, 
please, please take this bad thing away from me. Not, don't, don't let this bad thing befall us. Outside of this country, in places like China, where the church is growing, even as they try to stomp it out, in the Middle East, where it's growing at record numbers, where people are having having dreams that the Lord Jesus visits them, they're showing up at prayer houses. People pray a different way. Give us the strength to get through this. But there's only one area in which God has said, test me. And that's finance. This is not a time to stop our tithing to our churches. It's a time to increase it. Because it may be the churches that we need to turn to to keep ourselves together and to keep our communities together. There's something else. I think God gave us a huge heads up. When he allowed the bosses to shut parts of the economy down, I think God gave us an opportunity to say, how about if you spend more time with the people who live within a mile to two miles of you, knowing their names, knowing their needs, knowing the the, the capabilities they have that you don't have, knowing how you can come together to do things. This is a way that we come out of this. Okay. This is a way that we go to God's people to help God's people and to help others. Because remind ourselves of this. They're going to upend this world, this earth, this system. If they can possibly do it, they intend to completely switch it around. That's cultural revolution. That's what it does. Down is up, up is down. They cannot affect God Almighty. (laughs) He laughs at their plans. It's been a while since I've used the phrase, a time of choosing. We live in a time of choosing. They fully intend to hide evil under Putin 19. I fully intend to refuse to participate. And in this, on our side, we've got the greatest prosecutor. Well, let's be fair, a defense attorney who has ever existed and never will. God Almighty. Let us voluntarily take the knee long before the party tries to force us to us, to our knees. This is the Todd Herman Show. We appreciate your support. Now, please go be well, be strong, be kind, and as always, be right with God.